Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about how to create new neural pathways. This is a question that was left in the AMA, the Ask Me Anything section of our new ACP Supercast Premium ad-free membership. So I wanted to answer this question from LM, and here we go. In podcast 629, which was The Anxious Yet Changeable Brain, you say to make a list of things we are willing to do differently to make new neural pathways. Do you have an example of what you mean? And so I want to answer LM's question here. And I want to invite you to leave a question like this in the Ask Me Anything section of of that membership. And it's a great way to be able to have a little bit of expanding on the perhaps the last podcast you listened to or the question you had about it. And you can leave it in there and I can maybe have yours on the show. So my answer to LM was that this was an awesome question. I wanted her to think about making new neural pathways like making a new habit. So, you know, what I said is now you can see how it's not as easy as it sounds. It's very easy to say, you know, just go and make, make these new neural pathways. But I wanted to have her think about it. And you also think about it as making new habits. We talk about this all the time, you know, trying new things, being in awareness, practicing and repetition. So these are the things that are very important, awareness, practice and repetition. And the great part of building new neuropathways and or new habits is that at the very same time that we are building these new neural connections, we are breaking down the old and outdated or destructive ways and pathways that we had built out of fear or out of, geez, some things we've been doing since we were children and now we're adults and we don't need to act that same way anymore. We have more resources, right? So we don't need to carry around those old habits with us anymore. So here are some ideas for us all to be able to consider on how to create new neural pathways. To get rid of habits, it's important to understand how the neural pathways work in the brain. Neural pathways help the nerve cell transmit messages to other parts of the body. And once we're able to understand the basics of the nerve signs, it will be much easier to understand. Like if you eat a certain food all the time or you smoke, this is a really good example, if you smoke a cigarette for comfort or eat a certain food for comfort, that forms its own pathway in the brain. The brain is constantly changing and new pathways and habits can be created. When this happens, we call it neuroplasticity. Now, driving a car is a good example of 
making neural pathways. If you learn to drive by mistake, you learned how to drive with one foot on the brake and one foot on the gas pedal. And somebody corrected you and said, the best way to drive is to use only your right foot for both of those pedals. You would have to build a new neural pathway to do that. You have to break down the old the old, almost unconscious ability to drive a car and using your two feet, and then build this new idea, this new way of doing it with just the one foot. And as you were building the new way, the old way is shrinking and dying out. It happens simultaneously. You can see how this would be in addictions, right? Or trying to remove bad habits or bad behaviors. We have to really work hard. Again, we have to have the awareness, the practice, and the actual repetition. Due to neuroplasticity, you will be able to realize that anything is possible because the brain can change. I think that is so awesome. Now, I am old enough to have been of the school of having learned that the brain was not plastic, that, that the brain was developed and complete at like age 21 or 18 and that it was formed. It was, it was solid and it's not. The brain is very changeable. People who have suffered things like strokes have been able to actually rebuild their brain functions. People that smoke and eat too much also learn how to change their behaviors and transform their lives, just like we talked about with driving the car with one or two feet. And there are some basic understandings that you can use to actually help boost your success in doing this. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Now let's talk about some of these ways that you can actually retrain your brain. The first one I want you to consider is to 
pay attention to the habit that you want to change. You really have to boil it down to what it is you're going to be working on and set an intention to actually change and create a new pathway to support this. You want to observe how the habit is affecting your life. This will be really inspiring and keep you on track. There are thoughts and feelings when the body is responding to an old habit. Be aware of these in order to change them. So again, this is going to take some observation and awareness. Another thing you can do is to pay attention. uh, There's the attention again to where you are putting your focus currently. In order to create a new pathway in the brain that does not focus on the old habit, you need to know where you're at and then shift it. If you focus on the new habit, on the new pathway that you want to take, the old habit will begin to fade away in your mind. For example, people that overeat would do well to shift away from cakes and snacks and their favorite snacky foods. And instead they should focus on maybe fruits and vegetables and foods that make them feel good. Now it's important to note here that you want to be able to make this shift on a regular basis. So you're going to have to stay aware. And I think that being someone who did well with changing my anxiety and getting myself back to more peace and calm by using a lot of journaling, I would suggest that being able to note where your focus is when you're in the old habit and where it is you want to go by writing that down could be really, really helpful. You want to be using your imagination. And people with Anxiety have wonderful imaginations. It's just that we're putting it in the wrong direction. We're using it in order to go to the scariest places possible. So switch that around. Again, shift the focus with your imagination. Put it to good use. New pathways can be built with new behaviors as well as in your imagination. What you need to do is keep seeing in your mind's eye the new behavior that you want over and over again. This really does make a difference. Repeating this will build new pathways in the brain, even when you're not actually doing it, but you're doing it in your imagination. You are still building that pathway in your actual brain. When the mind is focused, the brain will be able to retrain and it will be able to use all this new information that you're putting in it and go on to this new path as the old one dissolves. So you want to also be able to intercept the thoughts and the patterns that you have going on. Again, the journal can come in handy here if you are used to writing these things down. Because when you're having an impulse for your bad habit, you can see where this would happen with people who have tough habits that they have to break, such as cigarette smoking. You need to tell your brain no. And you need to put it back on the path that you want to go on. You need to pause and make a conscious decision 
not just go in the old habit. This takes a lot of effort in the beginning, but as that old pathway begins to die away and the new one is getting stronger and stronger, it becomes less effort and it actually becomes your new default. And this will really help to keep you going in the right direction as you are just catching these thoughts and patterns and seeing them and pausing and making a conscious decision instead of just going off in the old default. Some other things you can try is to create a plan for yourself. The more specific you can be and the more structure you can have around staying on track, the more likely you are to be able to follow through with this because this seems sort of elusive. It's going on in our brain and I'm talking about using your imagination to do it. Like there's, it's, it's not concrete, but if you create a plan, you would, you're more likely to follow through with it. And so, and it will help you to stay focused on the new choices and remind yourself that you want to go in that direction and be free of the old ways. Now you can do this with your anxiety, with wanting to be more calm and peaceful, wanting to make decisions out of consciousness and not out of knee-jerk reactions. So there's so many places that we can do this. I also suggest that you find inspiration and support. Meditation is a great way to help you to stay focused and keep you inspired because you get to actually spend some time with this mind that we just uh, ignore often throughout our entire days. And I want you to keep in mind and remember that transformation is very possible when you are ready to actually do this. Keep thinking that you can do it and you will realize that you are making changes. I can do this. Even if you're just practicing it in your imagination, maybe that will give you enough strength to actually do it in your life. Remember, a lot of the fears that you're dealing with and the old habits started as ways to protect you. Like I said, you could be carrying these things around from when you were a child. We get to use our adult wise minds now and make a better decision. We don't need to be continuing in the same habit. Don't need to live by rote. We can make conscious changes, conscious decisions. So use your consciousness to revise the fears that you have had, to see them and and look and tell them that you are now a rational, safe, competent person, and that you can make a better choice. You can do this. And we are always changing. We're always going to revise what's happening. We we get in a new way, and then we decide we want to level up a whole bunch more. And we're going to change some of the things we just recently built. That's okay. The brain can do it. It's very plastic and very changeable. I hope that you guys will be able to take some of these ideas and put them to use yourself. And now for today's quote. Conscious thoughts, repeated often enough, become unconscious thinking. And that's from Joe Dispenza. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, 
Be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com. 